Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Chichigatri Unlimited Trainworks, the anime podcast by Video Game Choo Choo, where we talk about anime. Uh, it doesn't matter what episode this is, just that we're all here together to talk about anime. Um, with me, as always, is LV. Hello. Hey. Yeah. And, and John. There's a lot of anime out there, and I didn't watch most of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said you made big claims like, oh, we're going to watch old shit now. Or, you know, that's what you were saying when all your shows left appeared. And then you just were like, nah, actually. <laughs> nah. <laughs> well, I just, I went way too hard on the computer games is what I did. Oh, damn. What the hell are you doing? It's a hard thing to balance. Yeah, it is. Um, just do what I do and watch them both at the same time. Get into Final Fantasy fourteen where you can just do things and watch anime. I, I can't I can't split my attention like that. I mean, maybe if I was watching stuff with dubs, maybe. Uh, see, I, I, I see. So when I started playing that Final Fantasy fourteen game, I had a friend who was like, "I'm leveling all the classes while I'm watching Naruto," and I was like, "How the hell are you doing that? Like dubbed?" And they were like, "No subbed." And I was like, "How?" And then now I'm at the stage where I'm like, "Oh, I get it. Like I totally get it. You don't need to pay attention to anything in the video game." <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to pay attention. Like, I mean, you know, I, I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to spoil too much about the next episode of the video game Choo Choo <laughs> podcast. But like, you know, I'm playing an RPG here. I got to pay attention to the story. That's true. That's very true. Um, I mean, you're just running shit in a, an MMO. You know, you don't have to pay. You, you know what you're doing. You yeah. know what buttons you're pressing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess so. Well, you know, you can just do some grinding. That's what I always do. If I ever need to grind in one of those RPGs, anime. I don't need thing. to grind. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Um, oh, yeah. I keep forgetting every time I'm saying when I introduce myself also. It's me, Rose. Also, hi. I'm hosting, as always. Ooh. Here I am. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, anime, not video games. Anime. How many times have I said that on this podcast? Who knows? Uh... Yeah, uh, there's still quite a bit of anime airing, uh, yeah. even though last week we were like, oh, it's all getting cancelled, or whatever. Um, a lot of it's stuff starting is... to come back. Like, Yeah, not, some's coming back. Not cancelled, but like, on it was delayed, a yeah. break. Yeah, a delay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, some, of the, and some of the stuff has already given like dates for when they're coming back. Like, um, I saw that out of the Hathana Illusion show I watched last season announced their, their, their finale episode is going to come out, um, on June 3rd. Wait, that never finished? And they never aired the last episode. <laughs> oh my gosh. The, the second to last episode ended with, we'll announce it on the website. Oh yeah, I remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, that, that's oh, going to come out soon now. Uh, Railgun got delayed to July. Uh, saw a few others for June. Um, yeah, I think they're probably realizing that like, in like right now it's like oh like the games industry over in japan i know from hearing from multiple places is they were already set up to support remote work um in a lot of cases like i mean you can just you know virtual machine your way uh or no what's the uh, remote control that's it uh 
like a remote desktop stuff for their yeah, workstations uh, they, and things. Like VPN networks. And then yeah. if you're doing a lot of 3D work, especially even like 3D studios, they would just, you know, if like half the time the work is done, if they just need to render it, no one needs to be there. It's just someone yeah. has to kind of remotely set up like what they call render farms, essentially. Yeah. It's the jillion computers at once trying to render frames of like, I don't know, a character or animation. Because <laughs> a lot of this yeah. stuff is done beforehand, so. But with anime, like I feel like like now they're finally getting it set up now because they realize, oh, actually, we totally can do this. If we yeah. Just let it happen. Um, so yeah, that's good to see. Um, but yeah, um, what is there to talk about? Let's see. Um, uh, let's start with LV. Uh, yeah. How about that fucking villainous? episodes both of them i guess <laughs> the two of them did you watch both of yeah, them yeah I, I did i did watch the most recent ones that first one was uh, <laughs> something it was something um i think it's the first time where again because i try to avoid watching isekai so i don't know if any other series or even you know if talking about even white novels or any other um you know medium isekai i don't know if they ever tackle that but we rarely see them like talk about or refer back to the character's former life before they got isekai'd. You know, we're designed to use as a verb, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Before they, before they get zapped into New World or get recarded, whatever. And we see that in one of the more recent episodes in My Next Life as a villainess, where um, throughout the series, she's been referring to, like, one of her best friends in her past life as a Japanese schoolgirl. And this, it's clear this best friend is important because this best friend was, um, you know, sort of, like, a big deal when it came to how they bonded over this specific game they were playing, the dating sim they were playing, the dating sim that now our main character is stuck in. So we see this flashback basically showing, you know, the first time Katarina, our main character, we don't know her real name, you know, they were about to say it, but then they, you know, did a classic like cutaway. We don't know what her real original name was, but, um, you know, Katarina literally falling on, <laughs> literally falling on this friend. Yeah, uh, falling on her. <laughs> Falling on her from yeah. a tree, very odd. <laughs> she was she was worried. She she literally said to me like, "Oh, I don't want to kill someone with my butt or something." Uh, yeah, pretty good, pretty good line. Uh, and yeah, they like bonded quickly. There was no like weird tension or anything. There was no weird like awkward. Like they, it was clear like, "Oh yeah, these are really good friends." And besides the fact that we also don't see much of like how she interacted with her other school, I think she wasn't even an ostracized outsider too which is like kind of relieving because usually we often see like people's lives being so shitty like oh this person was bullied and like oh this person it's just like oh she was just like an awkward nerdy girl and that's kind of what we're only seeing you know at least so far we don't know if there was anything else going on in her like past life but but essentially you know they clearly had a great relationship they, they really loved each other and cared for each other a lot and um and they bonded over like you know nerdy stuff like this dating sim so it cuts away to like the day our main character dies and you know gets yeeted to the dating sim world and oh my gosh like the best friend is devastated like they she's like mourning over it's really messed up and she she's really devastated her friend died and like you know in uh, the justifiably and actually realistic way she's like depressed like she's not gonna get over it for who knows how long she made it clear she's probably not gonna get over it but like she has this whole like poignant speech about like you know like oh this person meant so much to me she did so you know like i'm not gonna I'm going to live my best life and like knowing this person has like touched me in so many ways, you know, stuff like that. And it was just like, 
wow, it was really devastating. They never, you, 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 we never really see that happen a lot in this genre, I think. Or at least yeah. they, don't, they don't stress how, like, messed up that is. This person is suddenly just now dead, you know? They don't, they don't, I, I think about the book, Isakai, she died. She, like, that girl died. And I don't, <laughs> do, they never really talked about, like, what's going on with her family. I don't think they have somewhere. I don't know if they will do that, like, moving on in the rest of the series. Because, again, I haven't, been, I haven't really returned that, that series yet. Or, like, I don't know if I will. Um, but they don't talk about her family. They don't talk about, like, okay, what happened to her past family? Now? Like, were, was she friends to someone? Was she was she someone's lover? You know, like, we don't really see that. And we kind yeah. of see that here. That's kind of really great that we do see it, you know, as messed up as it was. I think what got me the most was, like, the, you know, and they, they, they did kind of hint this in the beginning. But this was before the best friend became, like, a, a more significant, important person in the main character's backstory. But, like, they did kind of hint she might have reincarnated, too as one of the the girls in, in, in the in the stains in world. So who knows? They imply that, but um, we'll see where that goes. You know, kinda of like, oh it's 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 a cute little like oh friendship going beyond going beyond like, you know, reality, going beyond like time in a way too. But I don't know. I, 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 I if that were to be the case, we were led into the assumption that maybe the friend like lived on, as she said, you know, hopefully. And um I guess I guess getting isekai has no limits to time. Time limit, yeah. right? So she died, and then she got yeeted to. I keep saying yeeted. I'm sorry. I I wish I stopped using that <laughs> word, but I, I, it's a great word. It's fine. She she got zapped into um, this world to at the same time that her friend does. So I don't know. Like it's that's interesting. So who knows? Who knows if she actually is? Likely she is, but she as far as she knows, she doesn't remember. But Katarina does remember her past life, but she has no awareness to this being possibly her friend in a new form right and yeah they have like a, they go through like a trials thing essentially um it's like a magic test in a, in a sense i don't know like yeah it was just like a whole nother step like into her school course thing like you know proving yourself and and like yeah they help each other out but again like they don't make it quite like and they help each other out specifically but they don't make quite the connection like oh we were friends in a past life right um the next episode was like off the rails like basically they get caught in a book and the the girls find this book and they basically turn pages into like these different horny scenarios that they're really upset that oh Katarina's gonna probably end up with one of these guys it was like oh okay <laughs> and that was it that was the episode that was literally just it that's all that happens um but I just really love that yeah they're really pushing like yeah everyone is in love with this girl like no matter what no matter who everyone. they are they are in love with this main character and she doesn't well she kind of does get it but like at the same time she's like you know but again, I just love the idea that she, you know, to go back to what I like the series so much is that even though she knows she's like in some sort of dating some world, her whole thing was not, I'm going to woo every person or I'm going to woo the guy. Like, it's more like, no, I need to make sure I don't fucking mess up here. Like her priority in the beginning yeah. was not romance, but meanwhile, everyone else is falling in love with her, like in a weird, like twisted way, you know? And, but yeah, otherwise the series is very strong. It's still like consistently funny. Um, I'm just very excited. Yeah, it's like it's definitely something I look forward to. It's like, oh yeah, I definitely enjoy this. You know, it, it it doesn't stress me out. That's super important. Like I don't, I don't want. To, yeah. Like I don't. There's no There's no It's just consistently light. Like I, we haven't so far had any like stupid like common court like common sort of like drama of like oh like you know like a whole misunderstanding thing that happens and stuff like this. But no, so far it's like. Like, everyone does have this competitive nature to each other. We're like, oh, yeah, like, it, everyone knows, like, oh, yeah, we're all after this one girl. But nothing that's nothing to the point where it's, like, kind of frustratingly, like, um, 
toxic, I guess, or like over over dramatic. It's just like it's just consistently funny and lighthearted, I think. So, and it's like it's like it's like she's working her way up to like with every person and bonding with him. So, so just just excited to see more. It's a fun show. Yeah, um, I uh, I I really like how she has five brain cells and that they demonstrate <laughs> yes. that like visually by having the five hers still. Yeah. I feel like that's becoming a thing recently, um, uh-huh. is the, like, Brain Council or whatever. There's been, like, <laughs> five different shows that I've watched recently. Um, uh, Gabriel Drop, or not, no, Dropkick My Devil. Um, I always confuse it with Gabriel there's like two, uh, Dropout. Yeah, there, there, there are two different shows, but they're, They like have, the like, similar premise. art. And, and it's the same yeah. premise. Kinda. Um with that yeah. one, uh, Kaguya has it. Uh-huh. Uh, this has it, and there's another one I can't remember, but it's uh, it's uh, it's good. I don't care. I think it's funny as hell every time. <laughs> so I really like how stupid all of the ones inside of her brain are. Just they're uh-huh. all stupid, all of yeah. them, and they just make really bad decisions. And they just seem to like default to farming constantly. Mm-hmm. And I really <laughs> like that. Like just like anytime she's stressed out, you just, it cuts to her farming, and they're all yeah. just like, "Why are we <laughs> doing this?" And just like, "No, it's a good idea. It's a good idea." Yeah, I think it's funny that like even though like it's like you said like that the, the 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 situation has clearly progressed to just being like dating sim whatever like harem style thing or whatever but like her brain is still just in like fight or flight mode constantly right just, like, like constantly paradise oh man I might oh god like, they're gonna kill me all yeah. of them or whatever and it's yeah like, like, <laughs> if I do the wrong thing I might trigger the like bad route leading me to you know like stuff like that it's <laughs> that's like it's it's like nice that's like that you know like that's kind of cool that's her priority she's not like love struck or like like you know horny brain you know all the time she's just she's just stupid <laughs> she's just stupid but like in a kind of like you know yeah you're right like fight or flight she's just kind of you know she's just defensive all the time yeah i, I also really like the um mary uh mm-hmm. mary who is just constantly desperate to like get her ass or whatever yeah. for lack of a yeah. better term like she's like so thirsty for her it's unreal and just every single time anyone's doing anything with her she's like i'm gonna kill him what's wrong with yeah. them get away <laughs> she's so twisted yeah uh but not like in like a twisted yandere way or right it's no, like it's a, just like yeah. a uh, yeah, it's just, like, it's just funny. It's just funny. Like like I said, it's just funny. It's not. It doesn't feel like oh, like an annoying trope where yeah, it keeps happening. It feels. It just feels just right. I think. I think. I think there's like a lot. This is one of those cases where I think there's a lot of characters too where they kind of not necessarily balance each other out, but I think they're doing a good job too of like jumping around them enough where we're not lingering on one too long. Where like okay, this character is kind of like overstaying their welcome at like a gag, right? And I, I think it's doing a good job of jumping around between them. Yeah, Especially since definitely. we didn't haven't gotten to know like a lot of them yet, uh, given this adult phase, you know, like in the beginning we were like focusing on the childhood, but you know we're still getting there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm glad. I saw a weird thing with villain. This is related to villainous. I got a notification from Annie List on my phone that was just like, "Hey, by the way, there's a new manga coming out. It's a crossover manga between Arte." And uh, that the, the Renaissance art thing that I'm reading mm-hmm. and villainous. Uh, I huh? don't know why. I don't know <laughs> what it is, but it popped up, and I was like, okay. So one's a real, but one's a re- in a real setting, the other's not. 
Yeah, I know. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know what they. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> I don't know. Um, here, I'm looking it up. This is a little news segment. Let's see here. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, collaboration Breaking visuals news. that mash two separate things. Uh, they have declared an alliance with each other. Is what they said. Uh, the alliance. <laughs> Both shows come from different teams. They both feature young women from aristocratic backgrounds who are doing yeah. their best to true? succeed. I I guess technically I wouldn't say that about Katarina, but I suppose it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Huh. I, I, they're going to do little like comics for it, I guess. Okay. All right. Sure. It's just going to be Arte being like, isn't misogyny the worst or whatever and <laughs> Katarina's like I don't know what that is nothing like that exists in my magic world that I live in now <laughs> right. where magic exists yeah oh, where God. magic exists but doesn't really matter which oh, that's actually a good a good transition for me to talk about the bookworm anime again because mm-hmm. uh, they, they, they just so they gave okay so the, the priest man gave the little girl the main character girl like an earbud so that they can just talk like to each AirPods? other. Yeah, you give her like an AirPod. Like a Bluetooth headset, actually, is a better term. <laughs> uh, and they just communicate through that now, even if they're in the same room with each other. It's just like, so they, they add this like vocal filter to them that's like echoing or whatever, which is really funny. It's like a codec. Yeah, they're talking to each other, like, so that they can, like, so that he can, like, say, like, man, the head priest is shit-ass or whatever, like, in <laughs> private. Um, Just to talk shit to this little girl. Yeah. Or, or to, like, he spends a lot of time talking shit about her, honestly. Oh, which no. is reasonable. <laughs> so, I, I think I said this before, she's the head of an orphanage now, which is a questionable oh, right. choice. Whoa. Um, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, she pays the orphans to gather, like, book materials for her to make books in the forest. Um, but she's, like, an assembly of workers. She's, so, she's, she is, a, she's a licensed merchant. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I do recall that last episode. Yeah, um, she keeps, like, inventing just all of these things. Um, it did finally get to the point where the head priest man was just, like, the one who's her friend, um, mm-hmm. was just, like, who the fuck are you? You're seven years old. Why can you make, like, like, I think the thing that gave her away was when she made her first book, which was a picture book to describe um, the, like, scriptures of that church or whatever to children. And he was like, <laughs> okay. I just explained these scriptures to you, like, two months ago, and you managed to edit them in a concise way to explain it to children in the perfect way using, like, words that you should have only learned, like, a year ago. What the fuck? Like, uh-huh. what are you doing? Like, and she's just like, uh, I'm an isekai baby. And he was like, what? That's stupid. <laughs> That's not real. Go away. <laughs> um, but she keeps inventing, like, pizza and shit. I forget what the last thing she yeah. invented was. When she invented shortcake, she invented shortcake, oh I think, God. or pound cake or something. Yeah. And then, like, the chef was just like, what the fuck? And she was like, I'm an isekai baby. And the chef was like, No. Um, so only one person believed that she's an isekai baby in the whole series, which was her friend Lutz, who is also seven, who was the only person Mm. who realized, who's the first person to realize that it's fucked up that she knows all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, that series, I think, like, 
it's so weird now because it's just like all this orphanage stuff and like introducing all these new characters that are related to like how fucked up the society is or whatever like there's um new character who is hates or it doesn't hate is like terrified of even going outside because of like noblemen have been horrible to her or whatever um and they like get her to become like an author and an artist for them and stuff like that so then she like gets to go outside more or whatever um mm-hmm. and but it's just like it's a lot of stuff like that that's talking like it's society's fucked up or whatever and also she stopped talking about the book so much even though she's made them to the and she's more focused on like fixing the orphanage and i'm like damn maybe they're trying to say like the pursuit of like selfish things like ends up on the wayside when you find something you really want to do to help people or something i don't know what they're doing but she's a bookworm she's a bookworm and she's ascending let me tell you um, <laughs> it sounds Maybe like it is sounds a real like ascendance yeah yeah <laughs> I, 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 it's not about the books yeah it i forget what was gonna happen in the next episode that i saw I don't know, she started talking about the printing press, and I'm scared about that, because oh if she makes the printing press, it's all over. She's gonna invent the printing press? If she invents the printing press, I feel like that, like, I think that she's talked about it before, and the head priest was just like, you will fuck society up so bad if you do that. Like, everything will get so fucked if you make that thing that you're talking about. They're gonna invent tabloid news. Yeah, like, he was, he was just basically like, like, you know, like, like the like the, all the nobles will try to kill you probably like oh my god she's like she's like gonna invent like underground punk zines and spread the good word <laughs> i'm like honestly yeah. wondering if that's what's going to happen unironically <laughs> at this point uh, the funniest ending to an episode recently was just at the end of one of the episodes the priest gives her like a, a handkerchief or whatever to like sneeze into or something and it just says ferdinand on it and she goes oh my god his name is ferdinand and the episode just ended no it's okay. not like she just okay. found out his name after like hanging out with this guy for like six months like oh okay. shit i never asked his name i know like what the, she was just like oh damn his name's ferdinand i was like what the hell I, Wait, I wonder. There's a lot for today's man. I don't think he's a real person. I don't. I think he's just like a priest man. He's very mysterious. Um, oh man, I'm so glad I got past that. Oh man, I'm so glad he never asked me. Yeah, he never asked. It <laughs> the never awkward came feeling up. of just knowing somebody you never knew their name. And it's like, yeah, it's like oh god. <laughs> I, I I really like this show though. I I, I like the that, that priest is probably my favorite character other than the merchant man who like carries her around everywhere. I love that guy. It's <laughs> not just because he's voiced by Dio, which is a big thing to help with that. Um, but it he's helps. just a funny man. Um, the the priest is really good because he's just like constantly like trying really hard because she's she got put in that special situation where she's like a rich priest at the church or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though she's not from a noble family or whatever, and he's just like trying really hard to do things, and she just keeps like fucking everything up constantly because she's like, you know, using like more modern sensibilities and stuff like that, and he's just like constantly telling her like, "You're going to give me a heart attack. I'm going to die. I'm going to die one day, and it will be your fault." <laughs> um, but it's a uh, it's a really good show. I've been I'm enjoying it quite a bit still. I I I that went from a show where I was just like. Well, this is nice, but it's boring. 
pretty much to like, oh man, I want to see what happens next. I gotta yeah, know. I don't they know. brought back the trees, oh, the no. fucked up tree monsters wow. that I, I mentioned. <laughs> She's killing them to make her books now. She's oh, like, what the fuck? So the, there were these magic tree monsters. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> these magic tree monsters where that you throw a seed in the ground, it explodes, and then just like all these like alive like trees burst out or whatever and start wiggling around and you can just like slice okay. them and kill them instantly and she has all the kids do that which is great that's a great thing for all the kids to do have kids a nice to just do that i don't i don't approve i do not approve of this um but yeah that's how she's getting all the paper and they mentioned that again i'm like oh cool i'm hoping that they mention her like fucked up like force choke stuff that she was doing at the end of the first season because <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah. see that happen again. <laughs> they like never went over what the hell is going on with that. They just called it the crushing. <laughs> 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 but that's oh. what I mean is like the fact that they can just like drop that shit and then just keep going on and you're not like well I need to know because you get distracted by something else. I think that's really good. I think that's like, <laughs> I think it's a good show. I, I'm, I'm very happy that it, it turned out to be good. Sounds great. <laughs> uh, John, speaking of great, how is Kaguya going for you? I thought it's wonderful every week. Wow, I absolutely agree. It's been a complete ball. It has been so funny. Um, so they wrapped up the like election arc where, of course, the president is still the president. He, he won. Um, but it was just very funny how he, like hyped up his opponent uh her, her name's like Eno, right i think it's Eno. yeah yeah maki Eno. yeah because her whole thing is that she just abides by the rules way too hard and nobody wants to listen to her because she's lame as hell well she's lame as hell for a reason because you know she, she she went through it growing up and she thought that abiding by the rules would help her um i don't want to spoil too much but you know, it it goes through that whole process, and then it's just it's back to the usual, and the usual is still really really good. Um, the the newest episode was probably my favorite of the season so far. Um, just the first part of it being Kaguya wanting to find out <laughs> find out about about his fucking underwear <laughs> to determine whether that- or not he would be a man whore. <laughs> Yeah, she had to figure it out. Uh, but he got confused and thought that she was offering to wear, like, special underwear for him. <laughs> and that was really good. And then the other half of the episode was just everyone getting obsessed with this shoujo manga and the, like, the credits roll. And then the last, like, third of the episode was everyone getting shoujo manga brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're all just like they're it's like they're horny but not for sex but for just like a romance and they're just like ah oh, we want to fall in love so bad so like <laughs> kaguya and shiragane and like even what's his name the fucking the, the in- inigami du- inigami yeah they're all like flirting with each other constantly but chica's just completely like immune to it she's just like hanging out like oh yeah how's it going everybody and they're all like trying so hard to like start dating and (laughs) like eating each other's pudding and shit it's very good it's very very funny um 
just I can't recommend it any more than I already do. It's just it's it's very good, I would say. I like how many brain cells they're all losing every time. Like I that's really like what's been going on in season two, I've noticed. It's just like the complete <laughs> Everyone is so stupid. Of, like I think like Inugami is gaining them somehow and becoming like almost a normal person a lot of the time. Yeah, um, like comparatively, he's he's become like the most normal of them. Like yeah. he's still he's still kind of a dumbass, but like he's he's just like a dumbass like a normal person would be. Everyone else is just like like especially Shiragana and Kaguya, they are both just like th- they like lost. them them not beaten, them not dating is like <laughs> dragging them each other through the mud. Like they're they're losing everything. <laughs> It's really fucked up, because, like, Shiragani's been pretty normal for most of the season, and then this episode, I feel like he really just, like, lost it completely. Like, it's just gone. Like... <laughs> Absolutely. I, I feel like after the, like, stargazing episode, he really lost it. Yeah. Ugh. I'm, 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 I, I, the thing that really fucked me up, the thing that really fucked me up was knowing that this is, like, chapter, like, 70 or 80 or something like that, this, these episodes that we just watched, and there's, like, 180 uh, chapters right now in the manga, and I'm just like, man, how many more seasons? (laughs) Like, I, I, I mean, I've only heard from people who read the, more of the manga that it just, it's still good, like going forward it's just like damn there's so many like how are we not like we're even (laughs) halfway to like anything major happening i think like for whatever it's just like damn we're almost like we're halfway through the second season (laughs) like (laughs) will they or won't they i don't fucking know dude it's been like five years yeah um Uh, uh but yeah good good show absolutely absolutely i mean it's at least it's not like what was it detective conan or like they didn't they they hadn't like held hands or kissed or something for like 20 years or something like that <laughs> i don't remember exactly what it was but it was like yeah they've been like uh, they've been like hinting at it for like 25 years <laughs> we'll just get married in the uh in the uh time skip Nart, uh, sasuke and sakura right <laughs> they're gonna get married but they're still not going to admit to each other that they like each other they're gonna be like no we got married we have three kids but i still haven't said i love you <laughs> like because that would be losing <laughs> god that's that's uh, gonna be the, that's gonna be the time skip that's gonna be the last chapter the last chapter is them married and they're just gonna not, not have said it yet well we'll see um yeah, we'll see Good show though. I, the opening is still a banger. Um, it, it really is, yeah. I kind of wish like I wish the endings are nice, but I wish the endings were as much of a banger as the openings because both of the openings are like incredible, and then the endings like yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I've I've thought about it, and a lot of anime endings feel like they gotta be like super chill. They can't be like as bombastic as the but openings. But they can be like. Good and chill is the thing. Like they can be like a cool chill, whereas I feel like a lot of the time they're just going for the same like very like like a, a good example is like the mob psycho ending. That's a great sure. ending, and that's still pretty chill. Uh, I mean, I was also thinking about like the Nishijo ending, where like th- yeah. that that's like peppy but still chill. You know, it's like ah oh, yeah, you know, like ah oh, we're together, we're we're having a good time, we're seeing it off. 
Yeah. Like, like I don't think Kaguya would fit with something like that, but still, it would. I, th- I think something a little more peppy would be fun. Yeah. Or like a different sort of love song. I feel like would be good. Yeah. Like, like they could have the same guy do it or whatever. Just yeah, that would that would really help is having that guy sing again. Like that dude just belting out like like crooning or something, something real romantic. That would be really nice. Um, hey LV, what the heck's Merman in my tub? What? <laughs> hmm? I said this is a series that um, Merman in my tub is a series that came out like I think in twenty seventeen. So it came. I just stumbled upon. It. I was like, oh okay, might as well. Um, and it's a slice of life, you know. Four coma um, manga, so yeah, it's it's a, it's, it's not a yeah. There's no deals. anime yet, right? No, it's an anime. It's an anime. Oh shit! Okay, because yeah. I definitely knew about the manga. Yeah, yeah, it's been an anime. The manga I think ended a while ago too. Okay. The anime, yeah. Oh, the manga I think ended this year. That's what I saw. Yeah, the, the manga ended this year. And yeah, it's a, it, it was an anime. Like, um, but it was just a bunch of shorts. So each episode was just like a few minutes long. It wasn't it wasn't like a full right. on full on series. And yeah, it basically revolves around the fact that. This kid, he uh, he just finds a merman in his tub one day, and then he just lives there. <laughs> he just free just reloads off and chills in his tub, and that's pretty much it. That's pretty much just the premise of the series, and it's it's you know it's it's clearly pandering to kind of like you know like a straight straight for Joshi stuff like oh yeah like they're, they're <laughs> totally like oh they're totally gay you know stuff like that, um, and because you know it's like filled with a lot of, it's 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 a very adult show. It's like a lot of adult jokes where um, you know uh, innuendo stuff, uh, just a lot of you know, double entendre, like there's, but nothing explicit ever happens. And at the end of the day of like each episode or each each skit, uh, you know, it's just like, oh yeah, you know, I'm okay with him just living there because he's chill. And then they introduce other like aquatic men, like there's an octopus guy, there's a twisted hermit crab guy who's not okay. Oh, so man. like you know, like the merman, merman is like you know like human size, um, you know, average humanoid size, octopus guy, humanoid size. Um, then there's, like, at some point a hermit crab guy who's not humanoid size. He's actually hermit crab size, but he's he's very twisted. And oh. he comes uh. in. <laughs> and there's a whole thing where he's like, oh, yeah. Like, they explain they explain stuff like, oh, yeah, this is, like, what us, you know, like, at some point they explain, yeah, he's, like, I forgot if he's a hermit crab or he's a snail. I don't remember exactly, but he's, like, a filtering creature of some sort. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, like, I eat the grime off of, like, sea creatures and stuff. And it just, yeah. It gets so weird. It's gets weird. Like he he gets a little he gets aroused if you brush his shell and stuff. I'm like, oh great, this is one of the, yeah. Well, I expected that watching this show. This is one of those. Um, but yeah, it's clearly like it's clearly like a you know kind of yaoi pandering show. But not, again, nothing really happens. It's just one of those. Like oh yeah, look at these pretty anime boy designs. Let's put them all in a situation. You know, but beyond that, for the most part, it's like oh okay, this is just like a little white thing. And some stuff was just genuinely funny. Um. At some point, you know, the, like in the last episode of the anime, um, the merman gets like a little paranoid that oh man, he's gonna kick me out because he sees a TV special about like about um, some sort of variety special talking about like oh yeah, people who are freeloaders and stuff like that and how they're like you know like they're like toxic and like you know parasitic and then he just freaks out about like oh no, this kid's gonna kick me out of his tub and but no no it's not like they they realize oh no like they they have like this beneficial relationship with each other and like they respect each other and stuff. You know, but you know, despite the fact this is a series, obviously like pandering to an obvious like audience, it still had at some point um, the very frustrating, you know, little sister 
is in love with her brother too much trope or for no oh, reason. Oh no. For uh. no reason. You <laughs> for no reason. So as far as I know, I think I think our main character, he's like a young adult who lives on his own. I think this is what the situation is. So th- you know, that's why he can live in his bathroom. Like, you know, that'd be kind of messed up if he has a family still and like this merman's just in his bathtub. Um I think he lives on his own in an apartment or something. And then one day, his like he had th- this this character, he has a little sister, and his little sister's like, oh no, she discovers the merman. She's like, oh no, like I wanna I wanna bathe with my brother, and like you know, like in one in one perspective, it's like, oh okay, that's not weird if you're like a little kid and you, you know, that's just stuff that happens in a family. That's like a totally thing. Like you're affectionate, you're used to that physical, that physical like presence with each other. But she's kind of like it clearly was coming from a place of being a little, a little, a little obsessive, a little more. You know, she was jealous of the merman. Um, and she ends up she ends up doing that, you know. She's in a swimsuit and stuff, you know. She's clothed, and, you know, like and the, basically the guy's main concern is like, oh no, I don't want the merman to see my like sister baiting me and stuff like that. That's weird. Um, but nonetheless, it was she was clearly coming from an obsessive place, and she was jealous of the merman. You know, it wasn't even like again what I'm thinking of like you know sometimes kids are like very obsessive with their family members and stuff like that, and, and like a very you know very familiar way. You know, they're, they definitely don't mean anything about it in a, like a romantic way. They just mean it in like a nice clingy way where it's like, oh okay, they're just. They're just used to being together a lot with her family. Like, no, this is this sister is clearly in love with her brother, and I'm like, why is this weird, horny emoto trope in a show that's kind of like Yaoi Light? That's very weird. <laughs> like, I don't think this is like what this audience is for. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> we just watched. We Tom did Kukun. watch it, yeah, and I was gonna say that we did see that, and you know, again, it's one of those things like. What, yeah, like, is someone to making them put this in? Like, what a, the co- greater conspiracy? Like, oh, yeah, we need a weird, we need a weird, like, horny Emoto trope in here. We, we, she has to have some fucked up incestual feelings for her brother for no reason. Let's throw her in. I don't know. It was very off-putting. I was like, why? <laughs> what? <laughs> in lieu of everything else going on with this, like, brief series, it's like, that's a little weird. It, it was very out of place. It felt very out of place. It did not need to be there. We did not need this little sister character. <laughs> um so that was just like my only main thing about that series. Otherwise, it's like, oh, like, yeah, it's just, just, it just is. I have nothing, I have nothing else dramatic to say about this series or anything like consequential. It really was just that. Like, why this has a little sister trope for no reason? Um, yeah. At least like with Tanaka Kun, it's like, like they were trying to do like, oh, everyone's into everybody, you know, like, and I mean, it's not better. But at the very least, it's not like it's explicitly pandering to, like, a specific type of person. But for this, it's like, yeah, why would Fujoshis want to see any girl being into a guy, you know? Like, that doesn't (laughs) seem like... That's such a weird thing to do. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's some sort of, like... I don't know. No, I don't know. It depends on who made the series. Like, was it directed by a man or a woman <laughs> right i don't know i don't know um it's just it was just something i saw and then that struck me as like huh that's a little that's a weird thing to put in something like this where i think obviously it's pandering to you know a, a young mm-hmm. female demographic where like they would be into this and not <laughs> not and definitely not a, a, a little little sister for little like definitely not an incest trope <laughs> Yeah, that would often no. be like the, the a different for a different audience, you know. So, but that was that. But that, that was that. <laughs> now I'm gonna like that. That's the thing. Though. I'm not gonna like start noticing this. Like, huh? That's just 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 just, just everywhere. Just She's everywhere. Just like, <laughs> it's the same sister too. Like, you know what? Let's, let's, yeah. I'm gonna think it's the same. It's the same. She's haunting every series where it's like. 
Oh, it's be God. <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right, let me let me cover two quick ones. Um, okay. Uh, so there's a show, Shira Necro Chronicle, that I've been watching. It's mm-hmm. based off of a mobile game, because of course it is. Uh-oh. That's half of anime. Yeah. <laughs> don't know anything about the Ka- thing. It's an action Katakawa? Katakawa? Yeah, probably. Let's go with probably. <laughs> um, it's it's very whatever. It's fine. Um, huh. But, so, so two things. One, there was this very funny thing when I was looking up the mobile game, and I was like, wow, 2013. I've never seen a mobile game last that long that wasn't like Grand Blue or whatever. Like, it's still running or something. And it's just got this anime adaptation. And I was like... There's no remake. This is weird. And then I was looking, and it's had one sequel in 2017. And it was a tennis game? Huh. And this is like a fantasy action role-playing game. Like, in like a very fantasy setting, and they made a tennis game. And I'm wondering if that's the creator's secret goal? Is they just want to like make the perfect tennis game? And that's why they're trying to get all this money. Um, <laughs> but they had this very interesting episode that I thought was funny where one of the episodes just ended with, this is like a very edgy like aesthetic, let's say, in terms of like musical presentation and like stuff that happens or whatever, like intense murders or whatever. Like one of the episode ended with this thing, oh man, I can make the best wild greens. They're delicious. And... <laughs> Like, everyone going, that's great, let's go get them, and the episode ends, and then the next episode starts, and it's playing, like, you know, like, a, like, edgy Latin choir or whatever, and flashing in gray and black images, and then it just goes, wild greens, and I was like, damn, <laughs> the fuck's gonna happen, <laughs> wild green, and the next episode, they just went and got wild greens, it was like a slice of life episode, and they just, like, went in the forest, and they're like, oh, this is delicious, oh no, someone got lost in the woods, we found them, it's fine. Woohoo! Like it was just like what the wild greens? Like what the wild fuck? Greens. And then they just ate this shit. They pulled off the ground in the forest. It was the same shit that they pulled off the ground in uh, Flying Witch. Oh, remember okay. that? Yeah. Oh, but th- but they gotta wash that because there's gonna be like dog piss on it. <laughs> well, it was out <laughs> yes. in the woods. It's fine. Well, then there's gonna be like wolf piss. I don't know. And then I'm sh- they didn't actually wash it as far as I could tell. So, huh? oh God, that's why it was so like ominous in the beginning because they didn't wash it. Yeah, because they <laughs> they're all going piss. to get a, like <laughs> infection. Gonna get yeah. They're gonna get ringworm. Yeah. <laughs> well, the next episode went back to edgy stuff or whatever, and they sliced okay, them in okay. in half and stuff. But it was just like, why did this okay. happen after that wild greens, wild greens episode? <laughs> yeah, the wild greens caused it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I, it's very. It's a very strange. <laughs> they all got mange or something. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was weird. Um, also, now I'm more. Ca- I'm almost caught up all the way on uh, Princess Connect. It's very good. Um, mm. It's ju- it's just Konosuba. Konosuba. If the man directing it wasn't like the horniest man ever, um, like it's still horny, but it's horny in that like subtle way where you, it's just the character designs because it's a Psy Games thing. Um. But it's not, like, crazy over the top. It's just like, oh, I get it. Okay, yep. <laughs> um, but it's good. It's, 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 I think, like, the thing that really makes it is just the main character man is, like, the most generic man. But he has, like... I don't... He has brain damage? Or something? Because he fell okay. from the sky, like, at the beginning, like, a beautiful, like, isekai, like, the gods, like, go down there. But he just, like, crashed, and he hit his head, 
and now all he does is go okay and like thumbs up and stuff like that and like saying one word responses to stuff or nodding i guess that's just like the the gotcha game way you know you're just usually just like picking options i guess let me tell you it's way better than like seeing the grand man in grand blue anime or whatever like this is great <laughs> like this dude doesn't fucking do anything like he just sits there and like it's just like okay and like he wanders off he doesn't seem to like be able to form like coherent complete thoughts ever like he'll start to do something and then just stop and it's like this is fucked that is fucked but, like, that's kind of messed up yeah and all these girls are just hanging out with him and being like the Konosuba girls but instead of it being like Kazuma's there it's just like they're just left to their own devices oh my god um Aww. They're a lot less twisted than the Konosuba people, I'll say. They're, like, twisted in a fun way, whereas, like, the Konosuba people are, like, you know, as everyone always says, always sunny type stuff. <laughs> uh, but these girls are just, like, they're just hanging out. They're, e- they're, they're eating bugs all the time? Uh, the, ca- all right. the cat girl gets really them? upset about it. Yes. Yes, they are. Okay, okay we start cooking them. But the cat girl gets really upset every time they're eating the bugs because she doesn't. She's like, "What the fuck's wrong with all of you?" And they're like, "Wow, this is delicious." I, mean, that's valid. I feel like every image I've seen of the cat girl, she's been upset. Like she's I've always upset. S- they left her yeah. to die at one point, and the episode ended with her like ghost in the sky giving a thumbs up. Oh my god! <laughs> and oh, it was I like, that, yeah. and then like works. the next episode started with her just coming home or whatever, and they're like, "You lived," and she's like, "I'm going <laughs> to bed." <laughs> They just gave up on her. <laughs> they did, yeah. It's fucked Maybe up. Maybe I gotta check this out. It's a good show, and it's just making me go, like, I want to play the Princess Connect video game now if it's like this. Like, if it's, like, this stupid and stuff all the time. Because it's just, like, ridiculous. There's there's a, a an alpaca girl who is just an alpaca wearing, right. like, a magical girl outfit who is voiced right. by Nico Yazawa from all right. Live, and she's just, like, right. going around, like, She'll be, like, saying things, and then in the middle of conversation, she'll just spit like an alpaca. It's great. <laughs> like. Good. They're, so they're all doing magic, too, and then at one point, those girls just started flying around, and they were like, wow, she has superpowers. <laughs> and it's like, what? What does this mean? I, it's... They just seem to do stupid bullshit every episode, and it's pretty good. The animation's, like, really, really good. Like it's like the Konosuba animation team, as as, mm-hmm. as I've said. So it's like, like that, but like even more refined. Because I guess like the last time they did Konosuba was like what 2017, 16 or something. Um, but yeah, it's a good series, and I just want them to localize the game, or do what they did with Grand Blue, where they just add English as a language option. Because <laughs> I I just let us get to play it. it. Wink, wink. Yeah, like because like from what I've heard of that game, you just do the story pretty much so i would like that if it's just a bunch of stupid shit like this like like the main conceit of them like they formed a guild or whatever and i was like in the anime they said oh so so we're going to be the gourmet guild where we go around and just eat a bunch of food and i was like is that really the plot of the game they made a gotcha game about this and they did they really did but they don't seem to do that ever so Mm mm-hmm like, except when they eat bugs, which they always have to order the bugs off of a secret menu, which makes it even more fucked that they keep doing it to this poor cat girl <laughs> who's always crying. Like, they have to go out of their way to make her upset. That's fucked up. It is fucked up. 
Um, it's a good series, though. I recommend it. Um, it's very, it's very, <laughs> it's fucking something. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, John, John, did you? How much Magia Record did you watch? Because you had mentioned before we started recording only, that you watched only that. a little bit more. Um, okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to finish it by the time we uh, record again. Because I. I I want to actually use my time properly. I mean, I'm I'm playing games that that's using it properly in in some ways, but you know, um, that's still damn good. Uh, I do. I think I need to go over like a character list though because it's been too long, so I kind of forgot who everyone was. Oh, I can um, tell you them all off the top of my head because <laughs> I play the game. Maybe later. Maybe maybe when we're done recording because I don't want to I don't want to subject people to that. Um, but uh i just i i i like it a lot i i still really stand by the original and maybe one of these days i'll watch rebellion maybe we maybe maybe we should watch it rose would you be down to watch it yeah sure why not okay maybe we could do that i don't know i i I had like a moment where I was like, maybe we could turn it into content, but I was like, no, let's not. Oh, we don't need to make everything content. <laughs> not everything has to be. But not also... everything has to be content. <laughs> but also, what if we did a commentary? <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm saying that us doing an, a, a commentary over an anime movie would be really fun, but maybe not that one. We could talk about that later. That could be something we could do, though. That sounds like fun. Um, but. I just really love this. I it, it's it's great. I we talked about it a bunch in the past, but I'm just glad that there's really awesome like Madoka Magic content coming out recently. And uh, my request is that if they do a season two of this, which Rose, do you think that they'll make a season two of this? Oh, Magic Record. Yeah, it's already coming out. Like they already said it, it's going to. Okay. Yeah. All right, then I hope in season two that they do the like the 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 mission or whatever the like event where there's like like that fucked up like nobu like nabu uh madoka where she's like the fucked up version um i hope they put that in the show and they play it completely straight yeah i agree that would be really good <laughs> they need a to fucked do that. up creature uh i feel like they should at least put her on like a tv ad or something <laughs> Yeah, just like in the background somewhere, like let everyone know, let everyone know that they're real ones making the show. <laughs> I um, I don't know how. Uh, I mean, you're not far in at all. Uh, like uh, the, the original Madoka starts showing up. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, I've I've seen the episode where mommy shows up and she's like gonna kill people, and yeah. uh, Kyoko showed up and she was just kind of like. I need to kill some witches. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and that's <Yeah>. kind of it. <laughs> that was really weird. Yeah. What's she going to do? She doesn't care about anything. <laughs> she, just, she didn't find she her wife up. yet. Yeah. It's like, hey, bro, what's up? Um. But yeah, okay, I hope you continue to watch that. You'll see, like, when you get to the last episode that it is very much going to have a season two. <laughs> Is okay. The thing because it just ends like on a very yeah, like cliffhanger. yeah okay. with the fucking Calafina music and everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, all right. Ominous ending. For- yeah. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. I will. I will eat that up once that comes out. I, I. I really shouldn't have let that 
slip out of my fingers because I do appreciate it. I'm I'm gonna try to catch up on everything. I'll I'll do it one by one. I'll do Madoka, and then I gotta finish watching fucking uh, Arumakun, and um, what else do I have still that I that was like from last season? Oh wow, you didn't finish Arum. I forgot about. that. I didn't finish that. No. What I are you didn't. doing? And Fake Grand Order. <laughs> I didn't finish Fake Grand Order. I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like my thing was just Magic Record came out and I was like fucking like oh goodbye I don't like. <laughs> I mean I got a lot of stuff to catch up on and we all gotta finish a Rumacoon <laughs> I finished it I, I finished it <laughs> oh I thought you said you didn't sorry no no, no, no. and no, I yeah, got we it because <laughs> we were like what the fuck when we watched you're right you're right you're right I, I remember now you both were like what the fuck. <laughs> We were very, we were, we were being very careful not saying specific details. No, you, yeah. you're, you're right, you're right. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to y'all on that one. I assure you. Um, but uh, another sh- a show that I was planning on watching. I don't know if I'm going to now though. Uh, you wrote down though, Rose. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about watching Wave Listen to Me, and I never got around to it. So oh, maybe, you really? I, I would should. love to. He- I, I would love to hear about it though. Oh yeah, sure. I can tell you right now. Um, so that show is about. Um, I can talk about it more now that the show has been going on longer. I think I only talked about it the first episode was out, and it was like a uh, in media res opening, mm-hmm. uh, where it was told out of order, or whatever. So it's about this woman who is working at a restaurant, and she's a real character. Um, <laughs> She's like a like I think she's like a thirty year old woman or something like that, and she's just like vibing. She mm-hmm. hates her job or whatever. Her boss hates her. Um. Uh, but he doesn't like hate hate her. He just hates her like being in his restaurant because he's like a perfectionist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyways, one day all of a sudden she gets super drunk and just like it it just gets tricked by this radio man into going on the radio and just yelling drunken about her ex boyfriend who she hates and how, like, all men from Hokkaido are scum or something like that on the radio. <laughs> and everyone loves it. Um, and so, that like, they set her up to get, like, her own show or whatever, and she, like, dra- she's dragging her feet with it. Like, she doesn't know what to do about it, because she's like, radio is, like, fake or whatever. Like, you can't just be a radio personality. That's not a real thing. <laughs> um, but the whole... Th- uh, a big thing that she does is she's always inventing these stories or whatever. Like, she's just, like, making up, like tragic backstories behind things that are happening or like incredibly fake stories like oh like this is this is why the boss does this specific thing or whatever at the restaurant it's because he was trained in this classic scent like or whatever like all this bullshit so then like the radio man gets this idea like we're going to do war of the world style shit or whatever oh no basically we put her on the radio and we just give her like a a prompt a script prompt and then she just goes off or whatever <laughs> like improving a situation out of it um and she just does fucked up shit just constantly like th- like the, there was one where she just was like pretending that she murdered someone um there's one where like she actually went to like this man's house or whatever and was pretending to be like a shrine maiden and he was like saying like my ex-girlfriend disappeared in the mountains and now her ghost will haunt me forever or whatever and like his house is just like leaking like all of this black sludge this actually happened sorry but also like she actually went here and was doing this and was trying to improv a situation out of it and then she just found like 
meat bags of spoiled meat in the attic or something and she was like oh my god he killed someone and this is the body <laughs> and like tried to get him arrested uh and then she has to like improv her sequence where she's like pretending to like apologize to him on air because he gets arrested and they're like that was just meat or whatever and he was going to press charges against her i'm doing a bad <laughs> job of explaining this but it's just like i don't know how to describe the show really other than it's just a trip i don't know it's just like <laughs> this this woman is going off she's a really good character because she's like you don't get a lot of like women characters who are like adults who are just like fuckers i guess i don't know how to describe it like she's just like a real bastard but like in a way that like you like her i guess like she's just like she's like a a, a normal she's like a person you would know i guess sort of like that's how it feels like um i don't know it, it's a good show i don't i'm doing a bad job of explaining it but it's it, it's it's funny it's a uh, it's refreshing i guess i don't know because they're all adults in the show and there's not many shows that are all adults really that mm-hmm. i watch um and especially like when it's all adults and they actually like aren't like in like a murder game or something like that you know like or like some sort of like fantastical yeah or depression like this isn't about that <laughs> there's two genres of anime series where all the cast is adults it's a it's a, it's some insane like really edgy like yeah high level horror like you know violent or like really high ground or depression god really or depression good. a drama like a, yeah. a grounded realistic show about depression that's, and this isn't it yeah two genres two genres of, the, of yeah. anime adults yes but this just seems like a like a, a, a light comedy like yeah. radio show like just about radio or whatever which is kind of cool because I, I think like a thing i really appreciate about it is they're looking at it from like the real perspective of what radio is like in 2020 for example or whatever mm-hmm. like the realistic like listen like with radio the only people who care about what's on radio are the people who are listening to radio like they're saying like she was like at one point she's like oh should i do like social media stuff i'm trained in that and he's like there's no point in posting to a facebook for a radio page like nobody cares like the only people like we look at are like people who don't know what a computer is or like who are just like listening on the thing they're like he's saying like like your program was really popular because like those people don't think about it like they don't like they're not the type of people who are going to like go to facebook and be like wow i need to see this show next time they're just like waiting to see what comes on the air next or whatever um and like them talks talking about like how personalities get stuff and stuff like that and like sponsors and like they do a lot of like inside baseball for radio stuff that i thought was really cool like talking about like what which, what slot sponsors want to be in uh like how radio studios like manage distribution across like the country and stuff like that uh syndication like it, it's a really like mature show i guess that's the word to use it's a mature show uh which is funny because then the main girl is just very the main woman is just very immature uh but not in the sense of like she's like haha boobs or something like that she's just like a very like immature person <laughs> Um, but it's good. I recommend it. I, I really do. I think it's it's a refreshing show if you've been watching a lot of shows that are samey in terms of their uh, you know presentation and stuff. Um, Elvie. Yeah. 
Uh, everyone is just getting stir horny in Zing yesterday for me. Yes. <laughs> you said, I, oh. I, you know, speaking of another show about adults where it's just about depression, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, in this case, you know, it's, it's, it's okay. So it's, it's usually like, yeah, again, edgy, really horror, like, oh yeah, like dark stuff or depression and relationship problems. I think that's in the same category. So this is one of those. This is depression and relationship problems. Okay. So as far as I know, I think we are halfway in Sing Yesterday for me. And I think over the last anime right now at this point that aired the season, you know, if they all have a 12-episode or 13-episode mark, they're about halfway through. I think most of them, I can say that. Um, and this show is definitely one of them. We're reaching a... We're reaching, you know, we reached a new point. We're like, oh, there's a new ending song, and it's a banger. Uh, you know, that's when you know oh, yeah. there's a new ending song. <laughs> the show the show has an opening theme, but they don't play it. It's a little weird. I don't know. Maybe it's just the platform I'm watching, and they don't play it. I don't know. It's... it's I don't know what's going on there. It does have an opening thing, but anyway, the point is, um, our main character, he's like, he quit his job. He quit his part-time job and he's like, oh yeah, I always wanted to do photography. And he's, he, he managed to successfully, um, I don't know, find, find a way to get that step in. Like he's going to like work as someone's assistant in a studio or kind of learn on the job. And what I really liked about it, one of the, one of the, one of the things I noticed specifically, there's like a whole sequence where it shows him like going into student stuff and he's overdressed for like uh, for like this whole thing, it's it's I, I really appreciate that tiny attention to detail where he's clearly someone who kind of doesn't know what to do in this case. He's like kind of new to this world, but he's like wearing a suit, going to a place where everyone else is not wearing a suit. So he it, there's this whole like kind of disconnect where he doesn't quite understand like what are the requirements for his job and stuff. And I really like that detail. You know that often happens when you you know you're like maybe prepping for a new job or if you're going to some special event and you don't know what to do and you just want to be impressive and you just you know the whole mistake of like overdressing to a job interview for a place that's not super formal. I I did like that um, detail there. So yeah, he makes his way up. He quit his part time job. Um, meanwhile, uh, there's this whole like hint that he might be kind of um, well again it's not on him but like the teacher he has a crush on the, this 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 woman he's had a crush on since school but never really consummated a real relationship with she there's like a lot more focus on her going you know going on with her where more and more it's apparent that she's not sure if she's just being a selfish person where she's kind of like keep, keeping around and i don't know i don't know what's the word but um kind of uh still still pandering to still pandering or kind of playing games with the guy she knows who has a crush on her, which is our main character. And then this little brother character, this little brother, the, the younger brother of like someone she actually was in love with um, back then who, you know, she, she often goes, visits his house. She cooks for him. She like basically acts like a housewife in a weird way, but she's never really being explicit about her feelings for her, like putting her foot down. So and she, she herself in a way kind of is like a lot going on where it's apparent that, you know, she's kind of like a hypocrite and she's not really putting her foot down about being clear. Like, you know, I'm not interested in you or like any of these guys, but she's still kind of keeping them around as friends, you know, quote unquote. Or, you know, is she just like keeping them around for attention or she just like enjoys their company? Right. Um, but essentially, at some point, she and the main guy, they, they, they have this talk together and they start hanging out. And she almost went home with him. She almost went home with him. So there's this whole thing where I think they're hinting the direction where they might actually try a relationship, I feel like. But I don't think it's going to work out. That's what I feel like. I feel like none of these characters are... I think the whole point is none of these characters are supposed to be weird. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, you, you, all of them have personal problems going on. And they need to focus on working themselves out, you know? Um, 
what's a little frustrating about the show is I feel like they they have too many characters that uh, I don't think need to be here to <laughs> to kind of get the point across. I feel like I feel like some of them are just kind of in here to just add more drama in ways that are a little more frustrating than necessary and a little cartoonish too. Um, and I'm not talking about the Crow Girl. Okay, so the Crow Girl actually had like not a lot of presence in a lot of things. And I looked up the series a little more. I don't know if the Crow Girl is a self-insert of the author who I discover now is a woman, actually, Kate Tome. Um, she has done other work in the past, which is like really different from this genre she's doing right now. Um, so I'm actually more curious about her older work that I hope maybe someday sees an adaptation or some sort of revamp because they sound more interesting than this, to be honest. <laughs> one of them's like a horror series. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. Um, but the way, the one picture we see of like the uh, mangaka who she looks like the crow girl. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if something's going on or if that's just a coincidence, but you know. Anyway, the point is, the point is, I'm still not sure if, like, you know, the title of the series is called Sing Yesterday for me, but the thing is, I'm not sure still if it's a Beatles reference, because apparently, reading more on it, it's based specifically on this, um, Japanese rock band, um, from, from Tokyo called RC Succession, and, like, that name might not be recognizable, but if you ever listen to, like, a lot of Japanese music, like, you probably have heard tons of covers of this band, they were kind of, like, really, they were, like, one of those rock bands that was deeply influential in, like, the 80s and 90s, and, you know, Mm. now they're no longer active, but they're they're one of those bands where, like, oh, yeah, you would probably hear, like, some modern artists, like, do a cover of their song or something, and I think they've done some Beatles covers, so who knows, who knows what this title means in the end, but there's, there's definitely some sort of weird anecdote where, like, this series is based on this band, I'm like, I don't know what that means, this series has nothing to do with music still so far, if anything, like, if, if any art was referenced in this series for it, it has been predominantly photography, so, I don't know, I don't know what's going on here, but, I don't know, we're reaching, like, a certain point in the series where it's like, oh, okay, I think a relationship is gonna happen, and more drama will follow, so, you know, that's pretty much it. Uh, but oh, as I was saying earlier, like I feel like there's too many characters. Okay, so like again, there's a whole thing where um, there's a younger student character, this boy, where he totally has a crush on the teacher, and he's just he's just very immature, and like I don't know, he feels he he's very frustrating. He's just like I don't know why he's there. We don't we don't really need him to be there, because um, <laughs> now the love triangle is a love square, as I think I've described it before. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like he's he's very obsessive with this teacher, and. The whole frustrating thing is that she's clearly not putting his foot down, which again is her personal problem, where she's not, you know, she kind of, she kind, she's kind of not making that clear to him. But I don't know, he's kind of very out of place compared to everyone else. Again, in this kind of sea of, once again, another anime series about adults and depression, where <laughs> he's kind of, he's kind of very, he's kind of very out of place as like a high school student who's kind of pining for his teacher, basically, or pining for. Well, I, I don't think they're literally. I don't think he's literally. She's literally his teacher, but he's a teacher at his school. Uh, and he has this whole, sh- it's kind of crazy. He has this whole spiel. like, oh yeah, you know, he always felt like he was in the shadow of his older brother, which is the person she had a crush on. She, she was the person she was in, really in love with, not him. Um, and he's like, I even, I even like admitted myself to this high school to follow you. It's really obsessive and kind of weird. It's kind of very far out there compared to everyone else. So I don't know. He's a little out of place, but nonetheless, I don't think he's, I don't think there's anything good. That's, I don't think there's going to be anything that's going to come out of him per se, so that's not really a huge concern, but right now it's kind of like, oh yeah, they just threw in this character to add more drama, and to kind of add, like, a whole stake in, like, everyone else's lives, but, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I'm following along. It's getting more interesting. I do, I do like, again, how realistic the performances are, especially of the voice actors, you kind of hear it, um, of how, like, awkward everyone is, and, like, how, wow, you guys can totally resolve this if you actually talk to each other like normal people. But you know, in real life that doesn't happen. Sometimes things are a little more complicated. Sometimes feelings are a little yeah. more complicated to say up front. And I like that. I, I feel like the awkwardness where like people aren't being explicit about their feelings like and like they're, 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 
like like there's a lot of, there's a lot of shots um well, not much shots is not the right word there's a lot of scenes in the show where there's just nothing being said like it's it's just a cut it's just a close-up of the character like being quiet and like it's it's i, I like how we don't hear like monologuing a lot like internal monologue it's it's more like we just see this close-up of the character's face and like even though there's not a lot going on in terms of detail what our characters are not you just kind of know like okay what this character is feeling after like a scene has happened and i quite like that. i think the series is very good about like capturing those subtle moments of like you know someone feeling a certain inner turmoil turmoil but they don't know how to say it up front to a character so i don't know i feel like this is a this is a, like a real good series in that regard so but yeah if you if you again again the two genres of adults and anime like if you, <laughs> if you need that depression or relationships this is this is that show right now it's, it's kind of good. it's good it's good but again again my big concern is like I'm, I'm worried about like you know like just how it might come to the end you know and it's interesting because i think like it has 12 or 13 episodes i believe so and the whole thing will be adapting the whole manga which has ended a long time ago it's actually kind of an older manga than you realize but something about six i think it's like 18 episodes total technically because there's gonna be six more episodes but it's gonna be on an exclusive platform i don't know i don't know why they're doing it that i don't know why they're doing that just just show the whole thing um i have to look into that (laughs) so technically i think there's 18 episodes not 12 but i think only 12 is available on like you know whatever you're watching on but then for some reason that leftover six are not i don't know i have to look into that more I, i don't quite understand what the rationale is behind that but but yeah, it's 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 a beautiful series too. It's just it's just really nice to look at, even though not much is going on. Um, but yeah, sing yesterday for me. One day the title will have an answer as to what that means. I hope so. If I never get that answer, what's the point? <laughs> Waste of my time. Um, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> but I do also highly recommend looking at this um, Kate, uh, the the this manga's work. Her art's beautiful. It reminds me a lot of um, Renji Murata's stuff. It, it looks very similar. Um, K-Tome, K-E-I-T-O-U-M-E. Like, her stuff's very beautiful. Um, but, yeah, sing yesterday for me. Well, I'm glad that it's still good, at least. I, uh... Yeah, it's, 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 like, getting more compelling, I think. I think we're, it's reaching a point where it's like, oh, ooh, something's gonna happen. And not just episodes of them talking, and nothing's happening, <laughs> technically. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All good. I feel like uh, without that that type of show, I I hear so many times that it's just like, as it keeps going, it's just like eventually like I get it. Yes, I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like oh yeah, yep. They have problems. It's like oh okay, they like yeah. I don't I don't know. It's just I don't, I I do like I do like series like this generally. Like I I I love March comes in like a line, but I don't know. I feel like I feel like because also March comes in a line is like a Shaft show. It was a Shaft production. It was also way more visually interesting. So there was like a lot going on there. We're like, okay, you know, otherwise a scene that would be quiet and nothing's happening. It's it's, it's it, it looks more interesting than than just portraying it as is. Like, okay, there's you know, shaft doing the shaft thing. Like, okay, there's gonna be something wacky here. And like, we're gonna show other layers to this. This one is just played pretty straight. It is beautiful, but yeah, there's not much going on. So I do not. <laughs> again, it's one of those things where like, if you're not into that show, you would not like this. It's like, oh, okay, well, straight people problems. Yes, it's one of those. Uh, <laughs> it, it literally is that. <laughs> Um, oh man, what was I, it doesn't matter. I was thinking of something related to that, but it doesn't matter. I, I should watch March Comes in like a line. I keep meaning to, uh, yeah, yeah. do that. Um, I think I only have one more thing to talk about for me, so I'll say that, uh, which is, 
I rewatched the first Gurren Lagann movie with a friend who had never seen it. Um, mm-hmm. Now I've seen the second one like seven million times. Okay, but the first one I do not see that much. And oh, I did just okay. watch the I watched the series like last year with my roommate, and I was like, oh my god, the first half of the series is so bad. Um, <laughs> and then I when I, w- I was watching this movie just now, I was like, okay, good, okay, the movie is fine. The movie fixes so many problems, and I think yeah, that's yeah, it's it it's it's really like a huge condemnation of like what that series is like. It's just like it's fine because it was an original series, you know, they were completely working on it from scratch. Like, but at the same time, like when you like the difference between the first and second movie is the second movie has no montages where they have to cover a bunch of stuff happening. They're able to just distill that pace down perfectly with just cutting out like a few scenes. And the first movie, they have to make like three montages (laughs) of stuff that's happening and all the stuff that's happening in the montage. It's just like, man, that is just boring as hell. What the hell? Like it's, it's still really good. Like I think like, the whole, like, first couple episodes of Gurren Lagann are so good. Like, them just getting out into the, like, desert world and then just being like, yeah. I'm gonna steal that mech. And then everyone's just like, <laughs> we never thought about stealing the mech. Yeah. Like, that's that stuff's great. And, like, the fake, like, when he's like, we're gonna combine, and everyone's like, oh, fuck yes. And then he just shoves it on the head or whatever. And everyone's like, what the hell is this? It's stupid as hell. It's great. It's a great series. I think the movie does a really good job of, like, combining all the stuff at the end too like where they like create like a fusion mech for the four arcs that happen or whatever during the <laughs> the, the depression arc yes. or whatever they just make one giant one for a big fight and the animation during that's great uh all things just good Gurren Lakan, still good every time I'm like damn this is gonna be the time nah it's never gonna be the time I'm just gonna think it's great every time mm-hmm. uh, I really wish they had made kill the kill movies but I don't think they could have fixed everything. <laughs> no, probably not. But it's still like, I, I feel like they could have at least like made it better. I don't know what that game story is like, the Kill a Kill game. Because uh, I know it's like a weird like what if thing, but I, I feel like at the very least if they made the movies, they could have cut out a lot of the stupid bullshit that they waste time with in Kill a Kill. Um, yeah, pro- maybe. Because the Gurren Lagan one's like, You'd think, like, oh, they won't remove that, but they remove, like, almost all of the, like, stupid bits in Gurren Hen. Like, they remove out, they remove the entire Hot Spring episode, like, with all that shit that's in there. They remove, like, most of the weird Yoko stuff. Uh, so it's like, damn, if they had done that with Kill a Kill, maybe. Maybe. But maybe they will someday, who knows? I guess it's possible. Maybe, maybe when they need money. <laughs> They always need money, John. You know, they have their I, Patreon. I mean, yeah, but they're making good stuff recently, so, you know, they don't seem too desperate. Do you ever think how fucked up it is that they have a Patreon? I think about how fucked it's up it is, so like, weird. all the time. It's so weird. It is very weird. Like, I, it would be one thing if they didn't make fucking Promare, but they made fucking Promare. <laughs> like, that was in theaters for, like, three months. <laughs> That was in theaters longer than most, like, American movies are. Yeah, it was are. in theaters like, in Japan, like, forever, too. Like, it was just, like... Everyone liked... I don't know. I don't and know. it came back, like, three times yeah. in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably gonna come back after the fucking quiet no. times. Like, they're just, they're just yeah, gonna be after, like, oh... Even after the blue... They, you know, even now with the physical release, it will still come back after the... Yeah, I, yeah. I'm... 
I'm still really sad that the uh, Violet Evergarden movie like was supposed to come out <laughs> over yeah, here like right when the stuff it. started happening. They put it out on Netflix anyway, so whatever. Oh, okay. Oh, it's out there. Okay, that's good. Yeah, they just ended up like uploading it to Netflix. But I was like, I was like, I was trying to make plans. Like, oh yeah, I'll go. And I was like, oh fuck. Yeah, I, I, I even though I wasn't like the biggest fan of Violet Evergarden, I'd probably go see that. Yeah. Whatever. Well, imagine just like a one-off movie that just follows like one storyline. So, yeah. Probably all right. Yeah. That's when that show was at its best, probably. Um. <laughs> all right, then. Uh, John, tell me about. Sega Hard Girls. Is that what that is? Yes, that, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, okay. yes. So, I I bought the collection um, because uh, it was on Crunchyroll and it got delisted. And I don't know if it's going to be listed anywhere else. I don't know if it is or whatever. But I was like, fuck it. I'm buying the physical version. I want to get the the special like Blu-ray DVD combo pack thing that Discotech put out. Because, hey, guess what? Discotech does the shit. And um, I, I would have had it today. But uh, I didn't get the alert that it was here until after uh, the office closed for my apartment. So I'll have it by the time you... Uh, you're listening to this, but I have already watched Sega Hard Girls in the past, so I can talk about it. This I'm not just I'm not buying this blindly. I don't know how many of you all are aware of Gooda Gooda Fairies. What? Okay. So, all right, I'm gonna introduce you all to some concepts today. Oh um. <laughs> so so, I don't remember the man's name, but there there's a there's a guy who just like makes a lot of these like really cheap. 3D CG anime where it's just these girls doing random ass shit and just kind of riffing. And Gooda Gooda Fairies is the, like, initial one that everyone, I guess, should watch. Because, um... It is just... Like, it is literally three women, like, three voice actresses just riffing. Like, just talking about dumb shit. And then they animate over it. And it's really, really good. Um, like, th- there's one segment that's just, like, it- it's the fairies sitting at their table talking. And they-, they just riff. And then there's a second part where they do they go to, like, a-, a magical realm where they can do activities. And then they just riff. And there's a third one where I guess they just, like, animate some, like, fucked up animation. And then they just show it to the women. And then they riff on it. <laughs> and that's the whole show. That's pretty um, fucked. It is, but I, I would I would say I would say if you're if you're into like like surreal humor like Adult Swim kind of stuff I would say it's it's probably something you should check out. Um, but Sega Hard Girls is made by the same people, which is really really funny because it's like an official Sega like like anime. Um, if uh, if you're not aware of who the Sega Hard Girls are, they're basically just like uh, they're like humanizations of the Sega consoles. Um, specifically the one, specifically the ones in the show are the Mega Drive, the Saturn, and the Dreamcast. Um, and it's about them going to high school, but they don't actually go to high school. They just get, like, get, like, teleported into different games. And I, I don't think that they are, um, I don't think that they're, uh, just going off script like they were in, in, uh, Gooda Gooda Fairies. Um, 
I think there is a script in here, but it still very much just feels like them just like wandering around and riffing on whatever the hell's going on. Like, you know, you just, it's just a bunch of like really dumb Sega references and it's like old school Sega stuff like Sonic's in one episode, but it's like Genesis Sonic. We're talking like Golden Axe. We're talking like Space Harrier, Hang On, Virtua Fighter, that kind of stuff. So if you're an old school Sega nerd, definitely, definitely it's, it's something you should look into. Like if, if... If you are sitting there thinking, damn, that music from OutRun, ah, oh, that's the shit. You should watch this. It'll make you laugh. It's it's just a bunch of really dumb, dorky retro game jokes. Um, you know, it, it's not well animated at all. It is, like, super, super cheap. But it's funny. It's just stupid, funny bullshit. Um you'll probably pick it up on right stuff. Uh, and the discotheque releases are always really nice. Um... I don't have it in my hands, so I can't tell you exactly what they did. But there's usually, like, some form of special features. Like, you know, like, I, I, don't, think that, I don't think there was, like, any dubs or anything. But, for example, I have the, um, I have their version of, uh, what was it? Uh, the, the Urusei Yatsura movie, the, the Beautiful Dreamer one. Um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at it real quick so I can tell you. Oh, I'm gonna get up. Hang on. I'm gonna look at it. Hang on. We're, we're doing this live here. Where the fuck okay. is it? Where, where did I put it? Oh, no. Oh, here it is. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. It's got, it's, it's got, like, multi, it's got, like, a dub, the dub on it. It's just, like, an old dub. So they, like, dug up an old dub to put on here. And then they got, like, director commentary. Like, the director of this old-ass movie, like, from, like, what, the 80s? Let me see. When did this come out? Yeah, the 80s. And then they got, like, the original trailers on here. And that's the kind of stuff that they do. They, like, dig up the old, old stuff. And obviously, like, Sega Hard Girls isn't old. But they go through a lot of effort to, like, preserve this kind of stuff and to, like, give anime its, like, good treatment. Like, I, I don't think it's, like, as big of a deal as, like, say, a Criterion Collection but it's probably as close as we've gotten to that in anime, but they also mostly focus on just, like, dumb bullshit that nobody would ever, like, bother to save. So it's, like, it's it's just, like, giving really dumb shit the respect it doesn't deserve. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> much it. Except, I mean, they're, they're, they do grab good stuff, too. Like, like, Beautiful Dreamer is a legit, like, amazing movie. Like, this is, like, something that I think everyone should watch. It is yeah. it is just a gorgeous, gorgeous film. But, you know, something like Sega Hard Girls isn't exactly a high art. <laughs> but it's still worth seeing if you like that kind of just dumb bullshit. But, um... You know, like, Discotech did the, the Kimono Friends Blu-ray. They did the first season, and they did, like, a dub of it. And it's, like, a really good dub. And they're just getting more and more attention because of how good their products are. And, you know, I, I promise I'm not, like, getting paid to say any of this or anything. I just think it's really neat when any kind of... Any, any kind of, like, a game, a movie, a film, uh, anything is, is preserved like that. Um... You know, like, I'm just thinking, like, there was just that announcement for that Samurai Showdown collection, and they, like, straight up 
dug up a canceled version of Samurai Showdown 5 and they're releasing it in this collection. It's like, that is what I, I love that so much. Like, just like save all these things. Make sure that people can have it. Preserve art. Preserve art. No matter how dumb it is, preserve it. Like, like as as long as like we we should be preserving everything as long as it's properly like presented you know like obviously you know I don't think that we should just blindly put things out if there's if they're like shitty or anything but you know like I think it's important like there's historical context to a lot of things and we should absolutely like as long as it's presented properly it should be kept and hell I'm just glad that I paid like. 30 bucks to get a copy of uh-huh. Sega Hard Girls in the mail. <laughs> so that, that's my that's my extremely serious conversation there about um about how much I care about preservation while also talking about Sega Hard Girls. Um I mean hell, you know, may, a lot of us probably wouldn't know a lot about Sega games if we didn't play those uh like the Sonic Ultimate Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection, which is a really good preservation of Genesis games. So there you go. I, I wish I knew anything about that Neptunia game, but you grabbed it the second it came out. Yeah, th- that is something that. that I just forgot, is that yeah, they, they put out a... There was a crossover of Neptunia and Sega Hard Girls, because Neptunia is also technically like a bunch of console girls, but... I mean, it's a Neptunia game, so... You know. Uh-huh, yeah, watch on. <laughs> So it's not great. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, speaking of not great, LV, yeah. would pick Pecker Detectives not getting any better, you say, oh here? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have to say, I'm going to say up front, I think I'm going to drop the series. It is Damn. Not, it's, I don't think it's going to get better. We, we they are lost their way. one viewer. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm going to say up front, I am shocked no one else is hate watching this. I am shocked I'm not seeing enough. Not enough people are talking about series. I'm like, why is no one watching this but me? Well, now you know why. (laughs) And the people who I see are watching are like, oh, no, it's okay. They're giving like so many excuses to be like, oh, no. No, It's either other people who are also like, oh, I'm going to drop. Who dropped the the episode prior, you know, and like, oh, I should have done. Oh, well, anyway, I'm going to say why it's bad. I'm going to say what has, why has the series gone wrong in terms of like, it's already like five to six episodes in, halfway through what might be twelve to thirteen episodes, and nothing has changed with like its quality or like what my expectations are of the series. So, Woodpecker Detective's Office. Um, like from the start, this seems like okay. It's going to be like an anthologic like mystery series. Oh, and like yeah, you're just using fictionalized real people again for some reason. I don't know. And again, I need to reiterate: this is based on a novel. I think this is based on a novel, but it's not clear to me as to what is specifically coming from the novel itself or, like, what stories are coming from the novel. So I cannot comment exactly as to the novel quality and being the reason why this anime is not great. Um, so it's not fair for me to say. I have, I have no idea, like, what goes on in the novel. I just know that some stories seem like they're, they're not... Um, they, they might be anime original. Anyway, so again, we, I want to just, just remind people, we have two characters who are based on real people, all of them are, but uh, the two main guys, like one is one is a linguist, the other guy's a poet. The, the, the poet's a fucking asshole. He's just like, like the, the whole the beginning of the series is framed as like, oh yeah, you know, like the, the linguist going like, yeah, this man's my best friend, and like it's a whole sad thing when like in, in real life he this the, the poet he dies of TB he, he he dies and like the in real the real life 
uh, counterparts, they, they might have had a friendship. I'm not sure how actually like exaggerated this anime is, but like they're they're using their relationship with each other as like a basis for this. And yeah, it's like oh, it's sad. Like I would say, yeah, he's gonna die, like like die before, like <laughs> within the series or like the chronology of the series. And um, yeah, like it's it's framed as like oh, it's a really sad thing. This guy was my best friend, and then it goes into the main events of the series, right? Like it, like time travels back a little bit. Um, and this guy's just recurrently an asshole. So like um, and uh, he's just awful to his friend. Like again, I, I just quickly go over like in one of the episodes and the cases they handle he outright almost frames his friend for murder and like next episode there no, none of that has happened i guess they pretend nothing has happened with that um and i think my biggest problem with the series is it's a, the series weird obsession with um and i apologize you know if someone can correct me on what's a better way to say this but a, a quote-unquote dead prostitute trope uh like a lot of these cases have revolved Four out of five of these cases, all the like, you know, all like murder cases, you know, and, and and the whole thing about this is that you know these guys and like a group of their related friends who uh like other poets, other whatever, um, you know, they're, they're solving these cases in conjunction with the fact that there's some sort of supernatural story going on with the cases, and you know, in the end, it's resolved as like, oh yeah, there's just some rational explanation as to why this connects with the murder case. Like again, like last time I mentioned, like oh yeah, people thought there was a ghost. But no, it was just like a projector in the screen, and it was like some twisted way for someone to like find out, you know, like oh, like you know how you know. Um, but every episode's far, almost every episode far. Four, four out of five of these cases, the victims have been women, and I feel like three out of four of those women have all been women who worked at the brothel, and they keep every episode they're just going to a brothel. It's really well, not almost, what? almost every episode they're just going to a brothel. And the latest episode was just like the nail gigger. We were like, once again, they're going to brothel. And there's a whole, there's a whole story again where like one of the guys, he's like, oh, I fell in love with one of the workers there, and she turns out to be twisted. And there's a whole thing where she killed someone in self defense, and then she ends up getting arrested. I don't know. Like there's there's like a lot of weird. Like this series has been consistently like, oh, like I don't know, like you using these brothel women as kind of like a weird trajectory where they're either a victim or, like, a, a murderer. I don't know. It's not good. It's not great. It's not a good feeling. Um, and I've, I've never seen any other variation of, like, any other, you know, like, it's, again, it's either always some sort of case involving a scorned lover thing. I'm trying to think. Like, like half of them have either been scorned lover cases or some sort of random unrelated thing. But they've all been that same thing. Like, they've, they've, they've been going to, like, a brothel every, like, every episode one of the guys turns out like oh he's in love with one of the workers there one of the women there and it turns out she either gets killed and the guy's sad and then or, or she's a murderer you know that's literally what's been every episode so far except the first that's... two the first two were so good the first two was literally like about some sort of like political thing we're like oh yeah some guy got fucked you know and then and then like here on out, every episode has just been like some sort of twisted thing on what I call yeah the dead prostitute. Trip. Again, I don't know if there's a better name to say that, but it's just been like not great. This is like a misogynistic series for no reason, and it looks good. The, the, the thing is, it, like this series looks good. It's like oh, I've never seen a series like in the in this season so far that um that looks like that. It's like oh, these nice saturated colors, but it, but like when you watch the plot, like when you watch every plot, it's just like. This isn't good. This isn't. It's not even creative. You know. It's just like uh, this is this is bad. <laughs> this is just bad. And there's been no character development so far with 
the two guys and like what there's going to go down the relationship. I don't know. It's just I don't see this series improving. Like it's a, and it's a shame. Like it came, it's like oh, yeah, I, I, it might get better. Like it didn't get better. It's just been more or less the same thing. And I think it's still trying to be like anthologic. We're like okay, it's a completely isolates our person. But then it's just weird where you have like this recurring cast where all these things are happening to them and nothing's developing with them. I don't know. It's it, like if someone tried to rationalize that the series is. So what's cool about the series is that they're 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 taking some of the real poems of like the real writers in this uh, and are using it as like kind of like a theme around the episode, and they kind of like say a poem in the beginning of the episode, and they say they say the rest of the poem in the end of the episode, and kind of it kind of is like providing what's the moral lesson here, etc. Um, but that's pretty much just the gist of it. But I don't know. Someone was trying to rationalize. Oh yeah, they're like actually characters who are acting like characters in a pulp novel, so that's why everything is kind of stupid. And I'm like, no, that's, no, that's just not good, I think. <laughs> like, I think, I, think, I think it's falling apart where they, they want to present something where it's a little theatrical and very nourish and pulpy, but in a way, it just seems, like, very haphazardly and poorly written. Like, every episode, I'm not seeing anything new with, like, okay, these cases are interesting. Like, no, I'm just kind of seeing the same unfortunate tropes being replayed here and the characters are shitty i don't care for these characters anymore you know it's like oh god so i think i'm just gonna drop the series because nothing i don't see i don't see anything changing with this there's nothing really i think that's gonna swerve it in a direction that's gonna be interesting or exciting i mean again it's one of those things right if the first half of the series is not good like this i don't know what they're gonna do in the second half of the series at this rate um to change it up a little bit and we have all like this whole cast of like other guys introduced you know once again who are other people who might have been writers or real life whatever and they don't really do anything they introduce them all at once in one of the episodes but then we don't really see them at all like <laughs> here on out but yeah it's it's a it's not a good series it's not a good series that's unfortunate um but the, the ending song is a banger, though. The ending song is a banger. I need to find out who the artist is. Uh, <laughs> and that's fine. But I don't think I'm going to move on with the series. I'm just going to probably, like, see what happens to it, like, from afar. So, you know, I don't know. It's unfortunate. Like, not enough people are even hate-watching it because it's n- nothing Nothing <laughs> that is nothing, nothing is that compelling going on for one to hate-watch. You know, kind of like, again, just to, just to recall Era Florida where, like, there's it's so insane that I think <laughs> I can see people, like... <laughs> keeping on because it's like just it's just so ridiculous but this is like there's not a lot there's nothing that exciting happening here either so i guess that's why but yeah this is not a good series i would not recommend it it's it's kind of unfortunate um like at first glance it seems like it's a, a mystery series but uh, no internet it's just like oh this is this is like a misogynistic piece of trash <laughs> yeah it doesn't sound great that reminds me that was reminding me of like all the stuff i was seeing about um i, I wanted to watch that other because uh, i love detective shows i was gonna watch the uh, the babylon uh, one yeah, yeah. That was going on, and then like I just read like a bunch of reviews about it, and it seemed to be the exact thing you're describing, like the exact thing. Like every single episode was just like a prostitute died or something, and like now we're going to talk about like how like like they would just keep using the word whore over and over again, like to say like oh the dead whore and stuff like that. It's like fucking come on, <laughs> like what the hell? Yeah. Like, it's like that's like often i think you know that's a very dated trip often referred to in stuff like this like in mystery because it's like oh you know we're gonna show her 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 upsetting backstory like you know why is she in a situation like oh she does have a character but then you know when she dies that's it we don't we don't care anymore like you know because she's a prostitute oh well you know that's like that's often why we, we see this but then it's like it's every episode like what are there why why is there such a huge emphasis on the brothel what is going on and there, there's really no real reason besides the fact that like oh like Again, the dominantly male cast, 
who again, like I, I think similar to Jewel Richard, where like it's a whole thing where you know they're trying to play up they're straight men, you know, like no, I don't think they're straight men. Uh, like you know, it's like I, they're, they're like overemphasizing their straightness, but there's clear like gay subtext here that it has that other problem too. And I think that's why they keep going back to this process. Like no, yeah, they're interested in women. They're interested in these women, and they clearly don't have like this weird subtextual gay affection going on. We they they clearly are in love with this, these women. I don't know. It, it has a lot of layers of problems here. <laughs> specifically revolving around like there is a bizarre like focus on going to a brothel for some reason as like a main trajectory of all the events to follow you know it's just it's not good <laughs> so i don't i don't i'm not pursuing this series murder at least for now you know i you know just gonna just gonna observe what happens on the distance so and yeah again very little people are talking about the series so maybe there's a reason uh <laughs> <laughs> Sad but true. Yep. Um. I think that's everything. I think that's all we yeah. have to discuss for now. It's freeing up my time to watch something else. That's yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I don't. I um. I guess I I can talk about one thing I was going to talk about before, but I didn't think about more. So I've been watching *Common Writer Build* by myself. Okay. Oh. Common Rider build's pretty fucking good. That's what I'm gonna say. It's from like 2018 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and all I, the only thing Common Rider I was watching before was Kuga, which is like early 2000s. Very different mm-hmm. vibes, let me tell you, between these two. <laughs> but build is fucking really. John, you might appreciate build. I really think so. Just because they have all the stupid toys and stuff that they pull out. Ooh, okay. Uh, to fight, and they're like. I think, like, so, like, the CGI is not amazing, but it's, like, very extremely funny to see, like, all of these, like, really well choreographed, like, fight scenes happening, but, like, one of them's holding a toy, like, a very visibly toy sword, uh, <laughs> that he's just, like, he knows it's a toy sword, he calls it a toy sword, but he's just using it, and it's really good, um, but, uh, that series is really good, because, like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's, like, the whole premise of the thing was, like, oh, wow, they took a magic box from mars and then brought it to japan and then someone punched the box and then the box like separated japan into three countries (gasps) and but like and the people who were there when the box got opened who are the prime ministers of all the different countries are all twisted by space gas and do weird make weird decisions and there's like all this other stupid bullshit happening but the the main the main guy the common writer man he switches into different forms by taking two bottles and then putting them on his belt and he cranks this thing and he does this in the middle of every battle and i think it's hilarious like in the middle (laughs) of a fight he just puts these things on his belt and just starts cranking it hang on Uh, y'all i gotta i gotta mix my drinks and it makes it whenever he puts it down it makes a noise like like the bottles all have different like elements to them but like they're all nouns mm-hmm. or whatever and it just goes like rabbit tank or whatever when they ask them <laughs> and then like sometimes it will say best match and that means that it's a very good form and it'll make him very strong wow uh, chemistry yeah and he cranks the belt every time and then he turns into a new form with a new toy weapon and fights and it owns <laughs> so hard honestly it's like one of the best things I've ever seen and I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um, I wish there were legal ways to access any of this stuff, but there is mm-hmm. not if you're out there and you want to watch this stuff. But 
I recommend this one. This one's just really good because it's like so modern, I guess, is the thing. Like, I really didn't... Like, one of the characters just wears a bunch of shirts. Okay. This one fucking character has a new shirt every single episode, and it's all like when people make jokes about, like, Japanese shirts that have English on them. Like, but they're all, like, incredible. Like, <laughs> the first one that he's wearing, he's wearing this shirt when his, like when like a really tragic thing happens to him and it's like so sad and they're playing sad music he's wearing a shirt that just says you looked better on social media in english uh, <laughs> uh and it's just like stuff like that like, he wears like shirts that have like tigers shooting lightning out of their mouth on them and stuff like that Sounds it just good. owns that whips ass it's just a really funny show too like genuinely really funny i think like it's good it's just a good show. I really recommend it to people out there. I'm only like 15 episodes in, but it's really good. Okay. Uh, there's only 49 episodes, so it's not that bad. No. Um, but I'm going to watch all the, the, the other common writers now. My girlfriend's been watching <laughs> You're real Garo now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know shit about Garo, but it's scary. <laughs> the SMT guy draws all the designs, so you know Ooh. shit's fucked. Alright, that sounds cool. Yeah, I, I, that's what I've heard. Uh, the thing with, like, all of the Kamen Rider and Garos that stopped me from watching all this stuff for, like, ever was just genuinely, like, every time someone would say, like, oh, yeah, it's really good, but they hate women, and I would just be like, oh, well, I don't want to watch that. Because, <laughs> like, uh, and I noticed that when I was watching Kuga, it was like, oof, sometimes. But, like, in Build, like, at the very least, like, I think, like, the one girl who is there, or the two girls that are there are pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Um, one is like this, like the girl who she just like sits in a box and makes all of the power or whatever, all of the little bottles that he puts into his belt. She just goes into this machine and sits there, and then like the bottles come out, and she goes and takes a nap. Like that's <laughs> what she does. But also, she's like a net idol, and right. like just uses that to get information by just going like, "Oh, everyone, please, it would really help me if you could tell me who this man is." Uh, and that's that's pretty good. And then the other one's just this journalist lady who just thinks Common Rider's sick as hell. Hey, yeah. But they all just hang out in this really shitty uh, cafe that no one ever goes to because the guy who owns the cafe can't make coffee. And there's this really funny <laughs> go- bit that starts happening, like in the early episodes, where gradually each character starts bringing canned coffee. Mm-hmm. to like oh the cafe and he's like bringing out coffee cups to hand to them and they just pull out a can of coffee as he's about to place it down and he's just like oh, no, no. <laughs> he's just getting increasingly more devastated and then like he finally like snaps and like episode 10 is like i'm not good at anything and he's just like crying in a corner and everyone ignores him oh shit <laughs> it's really good though uh it's, it's a really good series i recommend it out there i've been having a lot of fun with it all right, now I think that's everything. Okay. Uh, all right, so uh, let's see here. Uh, next time we are watching, or we will discuss, because we have watched. Um, oh, boy. Let me, I always mess up this name. Hakume and Mikochi, which mm-hmm. I've already watched a little bit of, and it's very cute. Um, and uh, we'll be discussing that. So if you want to watch that, it's on Hulu and High Dive. Uh, so go wild with that. It's, as it's good, I recommend it. From the few episodes I've seen, I've only seen like three so far, but I, I really enjoyed it. Um, 
it might be a nice relaxing thing in these times um yeah uh, as always you can get our episodes one week early if you pledge three dollars to our patreon at patreon.com slash vgcc um yeah i don't know is there anything else to say no all right cool um yeah you can always send in also you can always send in questions or opinions to tumblr.com yeah we'd appreciate it video game choo choo is that right video game choo choo that's tumblr.com that's it yes let's forget how tumblr links work slash ask yes or you can just add us on twitter with it i'll grab them and place them in the box manually if you can't do that yeah it's fine um whatever works yeah whatever works all right yeah thank you both for joining me as always totally Um, yeah and we'll see you all next time for another episode of chuchigatri thanks (laughs) 